The following episode of True Stories Based on Fiction may contain some coarse language. If you do not like any type of F-words, S-words, B-words, or any of the such, this may not be the podcast for you. If you do like words like fuck, shit, ass, bitch, cunt, there you go, this is the podcast for you. As well, this following podcast may contain spoilers for an upcoming movie that you have or have not seen. Please listen at your discretion. You can follow us on Twitter at TSBOF Podcast. Visit our website, TrueStoriesBasedOnFiction.com. Like us on Facebook. If you have any needs for a mug or t-shirt with our branding, please feel free to contact us through our website. Enjoy the following episode. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've got to do. Stories based on fiction. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to True Stories Based on Fiction. I am one of your hosts, Randy. With me as always is... You got Brian. And we also have our esteemed third co-host... Oh, who, me? I'm Evan, the third host, as he said. Alright, guys. This week, we are talking about... Evan, you want to tell him? The latest entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The last of state of phase, what, Brian? Two? The last estimate. Last episode, not episode, but movie of phase two. Yeah, of called entitled Ant Man or Ant Hyphen Man. He's a man who's also an ant. Not an actual ant. True. He has ant like powers. True. Almost like a spider man. Becomes the size of an ant. Yes. And he can talk to ants. Yes. In their minds. I think he's better than Spider Man because Spider Man doesn't talk to spiders. He can't do shit. He's no. crawling around. I've never walls. seen no red blue and spider either. No, me neither. That's some bullshit. Bullshit. At hyphen man on TSBOF the podcast. The podcast? Whatever. I think we should drop the the. Oh. The cleaner. Can it be TSBO hyphen F? Fuck it. This is the last phase of TSBOF. The last phase of phase nothing. Phase zero, negative phase. Phase everything. Phase everything. <laughs> All phase everything. So we are just through the first opening weekend of Ant-Man. This is going to be our discussion today. Uh, um, What'd you guys think? I liked it a lot. As Maybe. did I. I liked it a lot, actually. I was, I was pleasantly surprised because I really didn't have much expectation going into the movie. I All don't right. think anyone did. All right, end of episode. Have a good one, guys. I was done. <laughs> next one in the can. On Definitive. to the next one. 
But yeah, I mean, as you guys were saying, I think that it was the um, the sleeper hit. The I, I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. I was very pleasantly surprised. Right? And I think during our first preview episode, you said you had no interest in going. Even, I did even I going to see the movie to review it. Yeah, and I have egg on my face, <laughs> sunny side up, <laughs> scrambled, scrambled, and sunny side up, and omelet as well. No, I was uh, I. Built up a lot more anticipation as the movie was getting closer. Um, obviously, I was in the camp with everyone. This was not something I was highly anticipating. Right, but, uh, right. Very surprised. I was, uh, Marvel did it once again. Once chalk again. another one up to the house mm-hmm. and mouse there. And I think what helped me out on it was the fact that I stopped watching trailers for it. I had no idea that Falcon was going to pop up at all. They didn't do justice for the movie with any trailer. Yeah, no, I don't think absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely. And the ones I've seen, yeah. Remember I how good Guardians of the Galaxy last summer was? I mean, no one really had a lot of interest with that. Then mm-hmm. those first couple trailers hit, right? And you heard the music, you heard everything, and everything was just, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't think people had that going into this movie. It looked subpar. It was from the director of Bring Nothing. It On. Oh, really? 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 The bring first Bring It, it On. And uh, they had all the controversy with I Edgar Wright. No uh huh. Walking away. Well, when did this movie first was talked about? It was almost before the Marvel before Cinematic Ma- before Iron Man. Before Iron Man, Edgar yeah. Wright it's wanted like to do uh, Iron Man. Man. This was yeah. originally never to do anything with the uh, Cinematic yeah. Universe. Yeah, two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, and, and it wasn't a Marvel movie at the time either. I think it was Universal. Was it? I, it? It wasn't a Marvel movie initially. That yeah. is when the first characters that Marvel got back. Oh, I didn't. It, know it was going to be a standalone. I'm, really. Pretty certain it was going to be a standalone movie with like like Fantastic Four was X Men and all that. Okay, but this was the mo- this was the what appeared to be the redheaded stepchild of the Marvel universe. Absolutely. I don't problem th- child. Just got passed around. Mm-hmm. John Ritter, like a hooter. Um, but no one really wanted to see this. So right. Uh, I saw it Thursday night at the uh, pre screening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say I got special tickets, but anyone could have <laughs> went. Um, and I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was not the best Marvel movie in the cinematic universe, but yeah. not the worst either. I would say it's a, it's a top tier, in my opinion. Really? Top tier. Top, maybe mm-hmm. top three or four. Did you like it better than Avengers Age of Ultron? Yes. I like it because it's different. different exactly. All together around a different kind of movie. Yes. It, it still felt like a like a Marvel movie, but it, it felt different than any other one too. I agree. It, I, I thought it did the best job at incorporating elements of the cinematic universe without making it look like, as we discussed on previous episodes, a trailer for the next one. Right, right. That's 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 what I was talking about with my rant when my rant on Age of Ultron <laughs> episode two, episode two, um, SoundCloud iTunes. <laughs> download it. Download it. Straight you know what? Stop this right now and go download right. episode two and give it another listen. Because this is a footnote, so you well, can pick it up. We're going back to our own, to ourselves. Right. Um, exactly. Meta. <laughs> Synergy. <laughs> no, I, uh, my problems with with Age of Ultron was it felt like a trailer for Infinity Stone. Right. Or, or War. Or whatever, right. The Infinity War. Right. Um, well, this one, it didn't quite feel like that. Um, I like the callbacks. To other, other Marvel properties. Yeah, I think we should call in the Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should just call in the Avengers. Have you thought about calling in the Avengers? Problem solved. They're too busy dropping cities down. <laughs> exactly. It, I'm glad they. I'm glad it went in the timeline. Yeah, absolutely. 
it just didn't feel forced. What I think, right. not at all, not at all. So that's where I really liked it. And so what? Um, what I noticed at the end, it had four different screenwriters. It had um, Paul Rudd, yep. Adam McKay, Adam McKay, Edgar Le- Wright, and someone else. I think maybe the director was also Peyton Reed. I, I think I'm not entirely sure. Everyone, do do your googles and check it out. But and I, so what I was thinking, that Edgar wrote like the basic plot. They had like Scott Lang in it, the Scott Lang storyline. Then Adam McKay and Paul Rudd came in to make Scott Lang more Paul Rudd friendly. Yeah, a little more comedy. I think they yeah. saw the success with Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and said, "This is kind of the route we want to go. We want the sleeper hit. We want the right. surprise." And Scott, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but Scott Lang was kind of like his like Paul Rudd's character and role models, but he had a handman suit. It was very Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd's That's, very Paul Rudd yeah. in every yeah. Paul Rudd movie. <laughs> I mean, I would say he was kind of more of a dick in role models. He was, he, kind, he of was kind of a dick yeah. in this movie, too. <laughs> I didn't get that. And he, I like that... He's kind of like the hero, but he's the anti-hero. Yes. Like, he's, he's a thief that's a hero. Mm-hmm. Marvel's not trying to play, like, super good guy like Captain America. Yeah, and I like in the end, he, he didn't... He, he, there weren't any, oh, you know what? I started off this way, and now I'm a completely good guy now. He was still yeah. a dick at the end of the movie. Yeah. I, I guess I'll give you that. Yeah. Well, I, a lovable dick. Yes. That's my dick. And who doesn't the love dick, a lovable dick? The dick you can just wrap your arms around and hug. <laughs> Get to hug that dick. Um, did you notice this was the first, uh, like, kind of star superhero turn that had a family? Had the daughter and everything? Yeah, yeah. With and, the exception of uh, Hawkeye. Yep. Which was kind of thrown in and at. Very mm-hmm. forced. Um, I, I like the element that he was doing this for his family. Yep. He was doing it for his daughter. And mm-hmm. Randy... So this you probably don't know in the books, Cassie, his daughter, is actually that's the daughter's name in the books as well, mm-hmm. and she becomes a hero called uh, Stature. Yeah, and oh. the Young Avengers. Really? So that was definitely in canon. And then his his backstory was pretty much in canon. He definitely was a engineer, and he was a criminal, went to jail, and I think Hank Pym did help him. I think maybe he stole the Ant Man Pym particles. That was uh, uh, that was um, Grady. Oh, Grady. But I think that Hank Pym had retired at the time where he became the real Yellow Jacket, and he gave Scott Lang his stuff, his, his Pym particles, and his costume. So it was pretty close to the actual source material, which is, well, and Marvel's is pretty good about that. But I felt like it was the most true to the actual source material. How did you uh, feel about Hank Pym's portrayal with Michael Douglas? It, it was pretty good. I was a little skeptical about that going into it. But it, I think it, it wasn't it wasn't obviously the comic book Hank Pym, but how they did it worked. If everyone knows that, Randy, I don't know if you know, but Hank Pym and the Janet Van Dien, the Wasp, were actually the two of the founding members of the Avengers yes. in comics. And Hank Pym also beat the shit out of... Uh, whooped that ass. Yes, whooped that yeah. trick. Almost like she made a pizza for dinner. Yes, <laughs> dinner ready is a pizza. Hank Pym came home from Avenging <laughs> and saw that there was a pizza for dinner and just beat the hell out of her yes now in in the books there is no hope van dyne because hank and hank and janet are still pretty young in the book so hope van dyne is a made-up character but they did give her the same haircut that janet typically has a little pixie cut that that's what janet has a lot yes but hope is a completely made-up character i think as well as the villain darren cross is has he ever been in the books that i do not know okay i want to say there's got to be some sort of a Parallel Maybe a character there mm-hmm. might might be the same portrayal, but right. I'm sure there's been a Darren Cross somewhere. And speaking of which, too, Randy, I'm not sure if you knew this or not, but uh, Yellow Jacket is Hank Pym. Hank really? Pym had a so if you if you watch the Avengers cartoon from the mm-hmm. earlier 2000s, yeah. Um, 
Hank Pym has always been Ant-Man initially. Then he turned trans- to Giant Man, which he saw a little in the movie, kind mm-hmm. of. And then he had Yellow Jacket. He may have had one other, but he was always changing his identity to suit his personality. At one point, he had a little bit of a uh, split personality disorder as well. So just randomly putting on different costumes? Mm-hmm. He, That's pretty cool. And then he was always inventing things. Oh, if I can shrink, maybe I can grow, grow larger. Maybe I, if I, I see that... The, the bees have this power over ants, and like they're a predator. So now I want to have this persona. I'll do this. Now, um, he's one of like the smartest people in the Marvel universe, uh, yes. isn't he? Yes, up there with uh, not quite as Reed, smart as Reed Richards and Tony Stark. But and the joke is always that because of he beat his wife up and he kind of got ostracized, people don't give him the credit that he deserves to be one of the top brains. And well, then he, he also created a giant mechanical killing machine called Ultron. Yes, because yeah. in the movies, it was Tony Stark, but in the books, it was always Hank Pym. Ultron is Hank Pym's actual now, creation. I'm wondering, so obviously they make it a point to show that um, Hank Pym worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. back in mm-hmm. the day. Maybe he had uh, something to do with Ultron that we're going to find out later on. That's a good point. Obviously, Sounds it true. was Tony Stark that created him, but maybe... Uh, but Hank Pym had there. Yeah, I'm wondering if Hank Pym's going to eventually be part of the original AI development. And then, mm-hmm. um, that's definitely a good, good theory. And they, I've read something saying that they're going to say that Hank Pym, well, the original OG Ant Man and OG Wasp were were the first Avengers. Yeah, because they said they worked for Shield. Right, and then they they were super powered and yeah, they worked for really. Shield. Yeah, so they're saying they might have like I'm not sure if it's going to be an actual movie, but in, in continuity, they say these. They weren't called the Avengers, but they had the first superpower beings we had working for the working I, for Shield. I know there's a lot of people that said that. I mean, we want a prequel now that shows the adventures of Hank Pym and uh, the Wasp. Mm-hmm. I would see maybe a TV show. I don't know. I'm not sure about that budget. I, about that. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, with the exception of uh, the first Captain America, there's not a whole lot of uh, backstory that they do. I mean, now you got Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it would be awesome if they kind of eventually start start showing some incorporations of Hank Pym within Agent Carter. That would be very cool. Because there was a uh, small cameo from uh, Haley Atwell in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. And have the same CGI of Michael Douglas. I, that, that was, was incredible, yes. I thought. I was like, is that Gordon Gecko? <laughs> <laughs> he found a fountain of youth. They just took... They just... Took screens from uh, from, Wall, from Wall Street, <laughs> right? And just cut it right into. The it was amazing. And then Randy asked me um, if if Michael Duck is really is really that old. Like, yeah, that's a real Michael Duck is in the present scene. That's what, yeah. That's how he looks. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if they put makeup on him or not. Cause I haven't seen any recent pictures of Michael Douglas. Right. That's how he looks. He's 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 old. Yes, he's old as fuck. He old. But he's tapping uh, Catherine Zeta still. Yeah. Did you see? Uh, that's who he. Dreams will eventually play the uh, Janet. That would be cool. So they can work together and then get yeah. divorced. <laughs> Actors do not do well working together if you're no. married. No, not at all. Not Just at ask all. Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Twice. So, so are they officially done? Mm-hmm. Wow. So now, hopefully, uh, Kevin Smith will be able to get him for the Mallrats sequel. Freeze him up for Mallrats. Is that why they he couldn't do it before? Uh, the rumor is that uh, his wife Jen Gardner hates Kevin Smith. Really? Don't know if that's accurate or not, but why could he so immature with his weed smoking and his dick and fart jokes? Oh, uh, they did a movie well back in the day. Uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, Catch and Release. Yep. Um, Kevin Smith didn't have anything to do with writing or directing; he just uh, acted in it. Oh, really? But uh, Jennifer Gardner was the main character in it. Uh huh. Um, 
I think he was always messing around, and I think it was before his weed smoking days and everything. But uh, I guess they do not see eye to eye. They don't really care for each other, and that I don't know if Ben Affleck and uh, Kevin Smith really had a falling out, but they don't really talk like he was. I mean, used to. Kevin speaks very fondly of Ben still. Mm-hmm. Very. He, I mean, he's open to the fact that they don't really talk mm-hmm. a whole lot, but very true. Yeah, interesting. That is a big ass spider on the wall. Yes, it. <laughs> Daddy Long Legs. And become a Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. If you guys can see this Daddy Long Legs. Get a picture. Put it on Twitter. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, oh, no. You've doomed us already, Blaine. You've doomed us. You've doomed us all. That's gone. Anywho. Yeah. Previously. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of our famous uh, tangents. T- tangents. We know how much you love them. That's what we provide. Um... So yeah, now I'll I'll run this by you guys. This is what I noticed, and I'm I'm proud of Marvel slash Disney, especially with recent rulings in the um, Supreme Court. They had the first openly gay supervillain. Was he? Yes. You couldn't tell. It very much seemed like it, but did he actually <laughs> come out and say? It, well, I don't, it was, I don't think it was so open it, in the movie. He wasn't hiding it. <laughs> Why did you pick me, Hank? What did I do? Why do you love me? You shunned me. What did I do wrong? I would have sucked your dick, Hank. <laughs> what could I have done better? I love you. And it's killing me. I guess looking back at it now, I will uh, agree with you. It all came together on, on during the uh, penultimate. No, I guess it was actually the ultimate fight scene. When um, Cassie Lang was like, I want my daddy. And then to which Derek Cross replied, I want your daddy too. <laughs> but not only did he want, did he want Hank Pym, right. he wants Scott Lang. He's a little man-man whore. Wow. Damn. He wants that giant man. <laughs> Long dick style. So if Ant, he, he wants Ant-Man to shrink down, and he wants him mm-hmm. to crawl up his anus. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. It's not a gerbil, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what he wants, though. Yeah. I mean, now, am I the only one who saw that? I didn't put up or pick up on it, but uh, now that you're pointing <laughs> it out, it definitely very much seems that there's he might have been a, definitely the overtone there. Yeah, and he was never hitting on Hope. No, it was like they were no. like best friends. BFS. Hope, Hope was like letting you know. Hope wanted it. Yeah, she put it out there. She did. She had him titties out at dinner. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, but your dad, he, he Hank, kept bringing up yeah. dad. Hank. Why did Hank, Hank do this to us? Why does Hank do this to us? Hank, Hank never loved us. When he said us, he meant him. Hmm." Every and then, because why would he be that upset with Hank? Hank still made him the person he is today. He was going to change the name of the company to Cross Tech. Why was he so? It was an emotional hurt. It wasn't like he's mad at him for, for business reasons. It was emotional. Well, I mean, Hank didn't show him the uh, suit or whatnot. Why do you believe in me? I love you. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did uh, speaking of the Disney and Marvel, did anyone else notice the uh, little bit of Disney synergy that was in the movie? No, what was the Disney no. synergy you speak of? Michael Pena, Pena, was it? That, what's Pena? his name? Pena, Pena. Um, remember the point when he's in the security outfit and he's like, "You want me to whistle?" And he's like, "No, there's not going to be any whistling." He whistles. It's a small world after all. Ah, uh, oh wow, that is synergy. two things right there. Bam. Small ant hyphen man. For Ant-Man and a good Disney song. That's two Disney songs in the last two Marvel movies. Wow. Had uh, No Strings on Me with... Uh, no Strings on Me. Um, Ultron. Ultron. And then uh, It's a Small World with Ant-Man. 
So definitely, well, well, well. Disney definitely getting their branding in there. Mm-hmm. What if we go back Subliminal. to previous things in Phase 2 if we find other Disney synergy? I bet we will. So who lost their hand in this movie? Did an ant lose? That was supposed to be the whole thing in every Phase 2 movie. Ah, someone shit, loses you're a right. hand or an arm. You're right. Darren? No, because Darren got turned to um, little ooze. Yeah. So did the goat. Yep. Was he got his obsession with goats? I know. Yeah. That was weird. Wonderful. Wait, wait, wait. Now, I found it hilarious when um, Hope thought he, he was he was doing a rat scene and did a goat. And he's like, what's the difference? <laughs> That's the I was thinking. It's like, I could throw a person in there, too. <laughs> right. yeah. What's, yeah. The what's the difference? What's the difference? <laughs> an animal's an animal. I, I got the goats cheaper than I got the rats for. I mean, <laughs> oh, so it's I, okay. I use okay the rats with, for something you're else. You're okay with killing rats. Right. Goats. It was a very good point. <laughs> yeah. like, where's PETA when you need where, it? Where is PETA? I didn't see any disclaimer at the end of the film saying no animals were hurt during the filming of this movie. Peter, if you're listening to this, Point please cat. like us on Twitter <laughs> at TSBOF Podcast. We love the animals. And get the word out. Especially in steaks and hamburgers. I love eating them. Mm-hmm. And cat steaks. Cat what? Steak. That's disgusting. And dog legs. Like wow. frog legs that are dogs. Now, speaking of a Michael... Pena, what do you guys think of uh, Scott Lang's Band of Misfits? Three fucking stooges. Yes, yes, absolutely. Same That's thing. exactly who they were. It, I mean, it was they were there for comedy. Yeah. You had your, your multicultural three stooges there. <laughs> yes. You had a black, some kind of Mexican, <laughs> and, and a Russian. See, yeah. I'm almost wondering oh, if that man. was what was kind of added in with Adam McKay and... Uh... Yeah, because... Th- those roles were not necessary at all. No, I mean, they were I mean, Pena kind of was. I thought they did a good job, though. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, they weren't annoying. I didn't find them really annoying. Ti did a terrible job, and Ti has done decently, but he Tip. did Ti Tip Ti Harris as a credit set when it's Clifton Tip Ti Harris. He did a terrible job. He was good in Takers. That was a good movie. Yeah, he was good in Takers too. Wasn't he basically doing the same job in Takers as he was doing but in this movie? But his acting performance was better in Takers than it was in this one. I don't know. I saw that movie a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, With Takers, gents. But I thought they did a good job. I know a lot of people are saying Michael Pena is one of the standout characters. He steals the scenes in every uh, scene that he was in. I'll tell you why, though. Because people love stereotypes. Because he was a Mexican stereotype with his collars all the way buttoned up. Hey, Holmes! <laughs> Me and Hector was at the uh, wine tasting event, all being out of place because we were Mexicans at homes. And I said, oh, oh, la le, vive la raza. Want I, some tacos? I apologize to any Mexican listeners out there. I do too. I, I'm offended. It shows in that little rant of yours right there. I was, those, those were his lines. <laughs> That's like a verbatim of his lines in the movie. Oh, la le. Um, this one. I think we can just leave that quote in there. Odele. Odele. Michael Pena. Every movie. It did. Now, the second time that it did him telling the story, it had people, I guess, lip syncing to it. The second time, I thought it was going to be over the top, but it was better than the first. Well, they had the people lip syncing both times. No, I'm saying the second time he did it, oh. I thought it was going to be too much. Because it was funny the first time. Like, oh, you can't you can't do that again. But it was better than the first time. Yeah. When Stan Lee did it. It might have been the best, one of the best Stanley cameos. Last movie he was piss ass drunk. This movie he was serving the drinks. Right. Oh wow, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. Um, 
how about the uh, inclusion of Falcon? Um, I thought it was a good job at showing uh some other pe- members of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, without getting too much like the over the top Captain America that we're l- probably getting right summer. Right, right. But don't get me wrong, I am very much looking forward to Civil War, especially after Ant Man. I just don't know really. Is it a Captain America movie or is it an Avengers movie? Yeah. Um, and then I would also say, well, do you guys think that if this is really, well, this sounds really fanboyish, but could this Falcon actually, well, could this Ant-Man beat Falcon? At the end, I, I get that he shrunk down and got inside his, his uh, wings and shit, but initially. What can Falcon do? I mean, but Falcon, he has military he training. Falcon, yeah, Falcon flies and pulls out his gun. He has military training, though. True. Combat training. Very true. I, I guess, how do you fight someone that Ant-Man when he shrinks down? But wasn't he out, like... Get a fly swatter? <laughs> wasn't he out injured? I mean, wasn't, wasn't, he, who, who? wasn't he, like, an injured vet or something that one time? I, I don't think he was or injured. That, or is that just why he's in the... I think he was helping out the, Yeah, okay. I, think, I think he was a counselor. All right. But, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't see... Ant Man being like his first outing as a as a hero, whooping no. Falcon's ass that badly. Well, I, I did like that scene though. It, it was like, a good scene. Yeah, like, he doesn't see me. I can see. I you. can see you. You tripped the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Cap about this. Hey, yeah. I'm Ant Man. I thought it was cool. I, you know, was, they showed Falcon in the commercials that he was going to be in the movie. Oh, did they? I didn't even put two and two together that uh, he was going to a, the new Avengers uh, headquarters. Yeah. I did almost geek gazzle when he said, yeah, I'm going to send you in. When Hank Pym said, I'll send you in to find this thing. And then said, yeah, it's an old Stark building. I'm like, I bet it's going to be the new Avengers. I bet. Oh, oh, geek gazzle. <laughs> you realize that the... Uh, and then the, I took a nap. I, I didn't realize Stark donated the, the property. I mean, who, who else would? Did you notice in the beginning when uh, it was Hank Pym, uh, Peggy Carter, and Howard Stark that that was the old Triskelion? I did not because I, I walked... I, I went... It started at 110 when I went. No, 11.10, I'm sorry. And you were late. I was late. Well, I got there at 11.10, but there was a long-ass line out the door for Magic Mike XXL. That's what you really went and saw, didn't it? Wasn't it? I was tempted. Uh, Go back to episode one, and you can see how much Evan was highly anticipated. Looking forward to Magic Mike XXL. Evan has just completely switched from... Not wanting to see Ant Man and not wanting to see Magic Mike. He wants to see both of them now. Those movies were fabulous. Fabulous. Me and Darren Cross went together. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so I, when I walked in, I, I, I was thinking, okay, cool. I won't see any of the trailers. I, I walk in, ready to go. And I walked in and said, 1989. But so is that the first frame of the movie? I didn't see any opening to saying the page flip Ant Man. I walked in and said, 1989. That was the first. Uh... Clip, so it had the opening, like the credits, and then we're right to the 1989. That's I mean, weird. There was credits. No, I'm trying to think about it. Well, there was no like opening. They did title. the Marvel logo, and that's it. So nowhere in the film it said Ant Man and like the Paul Rudd, blah 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 blah. blah Ant Man. I don't think they usually do like the actor credits anymore. I think they just save those for the end. Uh, I guess you're right. Avengers yeah. didn't do it. Yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right. Went right into it. You're right. Yep. Yep. You are absolutely correct. But uh, yeah, I'm I don't rem- I don't recall, but I know it started out right in the 1989 uh, flashback. So I will tell you what my biggest kind of complaint was with Ant Man. Okay, let's hear it. The generic villain that's in every 
fucking Marvel movie. See, Darren I was, Cross. I was, I was telling this to Evan earlier. This is this is Obadiah. Yeah, that is yeah. exactly what I saw, yeah. thought. This is just another Iron Man villain. Yep. But he, he was a proud gay man. He was so threatening. <laughs> Go back and watch Iron Man one, and Obadiah stained same haircut, as well. same haircut, same suits. Yeah, I mean it was your business. Say so Obadiah had the ten rings and. It was your st- Hydra. same point, business yeah. uh, uh-huh. tyrant that wanted to be- take over and eventually throws mm. on some sort of super suit to take on the hero. Yeah, he went. He wanted to weaponize a super suit, which is yeah. the exact same thing that Darren wanted to do. Very, very valid point. Was what? this movie just Iron Man? Just I, I yeah. redone? Just, I think we just no Iron hyphen. Man. And we'll throw in a heist? <laughs> and a hyphen. A heist and a hyphen. Not hymen. You know what? Hyphen. Fuck this movie. <laughs> We take back everything we said previously. They're, they're, they're just redoing the same shit over right. and over again. Right. It's kind of like The Simpsons. <laughs> On to phase three. <laughs> yeah, but no, that that is a very good point. I, I thought it was good because I, I was like, okay, look, look at Marvel having a gay villain. But you're right. It's exactly Obadiah. It's exactly Obadiah. And, and even in Iron Man 3, you could maybe say Aldrich Killian was a little gay. Very good point. And Sam Rockwell in Iron Man 2. Definitely. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, to Marvel... Marvel Marvel, loves their gay villains. I think Marvel is just trying to, you know, gay people. They're they're just not... They like movies, too. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but Marvel keeps casting them as villains. Yeah, they could be threatening villains. I'm I'm still waiting for my Iceman to actually come out of the closet, you know? Iceman has come out of the closet. Not in the Marvel, not in the cinematic universe. Of course, it's Fox. Yeah, Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. But Iceman isn't, in, he isn't in the latest X-Men, I don't think. He's not in Apocalypse? Nope. Because that's in the 80s. Even though Cyclops was in, had a cameo, she's in it. And mm. who else? Uh, Angel was in 3, and he's in it. So he was 20 in, 19, in 2007, he was 25 in 1983. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. But hmm. they'll probably explain it at some point. They just retconned out. One X Men one two and three anyway. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, they really only retconned out X Men three. Did they? I mean, I thought they, they kind of retconned I think out one, everything. Uh, I think they kind of retconned out Origins or the the, the Wolverine movie. They definitely going to do that. that yeah. Sucked. I mean, I, which I, I didn't have a problem with X Men three. Yeah. Okay. Because check it out. If Scott, Gene, and um, Storm are about. Say teens in eighty eighty three in two thousand three they would have been in their two thousand remember two thousand okay two thousand if they're thirteen and eighty three ninety they would be yeah so they'd be thirty three yeah so it could still fit because no, I mean I'd say that they figured out the time frame correctly to still that might be in. correct but how about Nightcrawler Angel's Night the only one that really baffles me Nightcrawler is is just as baffling though he's probably about the same age but they met him for the first time in X two. Unless there's some sort it's of mind wipe. Not anymore, it's retconned. Right, true, because now um, fucking um, Mystique turn over New Leaf, yeah. and then she's, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Then we're going to have Psylocke in that one. Mm-hmm. And I, I know you don't like Olivia Munn. I like that costume, though. Say, I like that costume. Yeah, they did a good job. Very true to the comic. Yeah. Um, so did you guys both stick around for the uh, end credit scenes? Yes. yes now here's the thing though in, in, in my theater a guy as loud as guy was like oh yeah Marvel said they don't do any more second season anymore. Every, everyone can leave so everyone left besides me everyone 
Really? Yes, Obviously, I was. You didn't have the decency to tell your uh, audience. I was like, "Hey, that dipshit don't know what the fuck he's talking <laughs> I'm about." I'm like, "It's not, it's not my job." Down. It's not my job. And he could have been right. He could have been right. I, I didn't hear anything about that scene anywhere. So he could have been right. But I said, "I'm going to wait and see for my goddamn self." Yeah, I don't believe this guy that's yelling in the movie right. theater. And then he he was on the phone talking to his mom. Hey, mom, it was a good, great movie. Like, why are you so fucking loud? <laughs> Get out of there! <laughs> Shut the fuck! I should be the loud one. <laughs> Start throwing popcorn at the screen. Right. Ah! <laughs> this looks so good. I want to a cap in it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. for anyone that doesn't know, there was uh, two little stingers at the end of uh Yes. Oh, I see did stinger because the watch. At the end of the movie, first of which showed Hank Pym giving Hope Van Dien, his daughter, the new wasp suit. Yes. Um, saying that she was maybe ready for it now. He had a good line too. Say, "Me and your mother built this castle for her, but now I know we built it for you." I'm like, "Damn, mm. Mm, mm, mm. poignant." That's my, that's why he's Michael Douglas. And then we had the lead-in up into next summer's uh, Captain America: Avengers Civil War. Uh, Avengers Civil War. <laughs> Avengers two point five. Um, basically, what it had was uh, Falcon and. Steve Rogers looks like they finally captured Bucky. No, no, it looked, looked like Bucky found them. No, he was chained up. No, he was chained up. Yeah, they... it looks like because Cap didn't know about it, and he was chained. So maybe he came in like their loft, and like Falcon found him, and Falcon beat his ass and chained him up. Because someone had to chain him up. Do you really hmm. think Falcon could beat him? Oh, he, he can't be Ant Man. So how could he beat exactly the Winter Soldier? But anyways, so what the Winter it looks Soldier like... allowed himself to get captured. Yeah. It, from what it appeared to me is this actually a scene that they showed takes place after the Civil War differences that um, Steve Rogers and Tony Stark have. Um, that could actually take place during Civil War. Yeah. I think it's actually a clip from the movie. That's what it seems like. Because it, it, it was kind of jarring because Avengers 2 ended with them all being friends again. And then the first thing Steve says, we can't tell Tony. Like, yeah, you got that right. We can't tell Tony. I'm like, why can't she tell Tony? Yeah. Obviously, we're having some problems. <laughs> Maybe, maybe maybe this is their first gay couple. We're having some problems. He's <laughs> bringing, bringing a ringer to spice things up. He already tra- Tony Stark's uh, looking towards Darren Cross and uh, <laughs> bringing the stunt dick. <laughs> bringing the stunt dick. But uh, ended with uh, Falcon looking at Cap. I know a guy. Which I didn't get. So uh, they try to make it seem as though he's referring to Ant Man. But what's Ant Man going to do? I don't know. I don't know what they need him for. They're just basically was there just to say that we're going to include Ant Man in uh, mm-hmm. Avengers. Also, um, in the end of the actual movie, when uh, Michael Pena was telling uh, Ant Man that Falcon's looking for him, they um, they talked to Falcon talked to some reporter, and she said there's a guy who jumps high and a guy who swings on webs. I did read online about that. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they the said, jumping guy. It just, they, all they said was it was someone that can uh, crawl on walls. Because I think what they said wasn't written in there specifically for Spider Man because it was filmed before. Obviously, Marvel had acquired Spider Man, but it was. I think originally it was just a nod to Spider Man, and everything kind of just worked out. I mean, but I know for a fact they said a guy who jumps high. I don't know who that would be, but... Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of any Marvel character who jumps high besides, like, the Hulk, and he's already known. Jumping Man? <laughs> There's a new character. Mark it. <laughs> I'm the astonishing Jumping Man! In a universe where you have Stilt Man? Maybe with Stilt Man. Yeah. I'm sure we can have Jumping Man. Jumping Man. Oh, 
our uh, our special guest star is back. Kill it, Randy. What if it's another one? <laughs> How did it get back up there? Obviously, it didn't know enough that Randy tried to kill him a little bit ago. Now he's dead. Murder. R.I.P. Daddy Longlegs. Moment of silence. <clears throat> yeah, That's enough. That spider. <laughs> Randy's very anti-spider. He's a spiderist. Spider, Spider Man, whatever. <laughs> spider Ham, Spider Ham, Spider Pig, <laughs> Spider Pig, Spider Pig. Oh, whoa, don't say that too much. I don't want to start paying copyrights. <laughs> um. So, speaking of copyrights, the music. Oh yeah, hey, there we go. There we go. The music from this. There, there are two key points that I noticed. So when they're talking about the heist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe familiar with the the intro song that we played on this. Yeah. Hmm. It was. It was uh, um, from. It was used in Jackie Brown, mm-hmm. which is kind of a heist movie. Yes, with Pam Grier. With mm-hmm. Pam Grier, originally from the movie Coffee. Coffee, also starring Pam Grier. You, you right. may say a Pam Grier vehicle. Yep. Pamela Grier. Yeah. The big ass titty. So I did notice that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like the inclusion of that. That was good. The other one during the the birthday party scene at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Now, as a father, I have to sit through this crap all the time, <laughs> so I'm glad you guys actually had to sit through it during the movie. <laughs> uh, the freaking Wiggles. Ah, yeah, you right. During the, during the, uh, the birthday party scene. The mm-hmm. Didn't even notice it. Uh, at all. Probably wasn't enough. And at least... But what it was playing. Now... I have to hear that shit all the time. <laughs> Speaking of the birthday scene, is this, this low-key the summer of Ant-Man's ex-wife? Because she was also at a, the same role, and... Jurassic World, which I did end up seeing. Judy, you did. Yeah, I did see it. What'd you think? Um, I think it was it was good. The first time it came out in 1992, it was the exact same. 94, movie. 94, whatever the fuck. And, and, the, and the score in the beginning was very 90s. I wouldn't say it was. It was a modernized version of it. it was different though. Not I mean, that score. Like, they had to touch on the same the same kind of tones though. They well, you got to remember, so they made two sequels where they uh-huh. tried to make it different than the first one, and neither one of them. And really, they should have just stuck to the formula of the first one. They should have included the goddamn theme park. Yeah. yeah, I don't give a shit about dinosaurs on the way. I've seen that movie before. Yeah, so I I liked it. I mean, I thought Jurassic World was phenomenal, and it has been a worldwide phenomenon. That's very it true. Just uh, I think this past weekend took the number mm-hmm. four spot in. If you look at records, it will probably actually be Avengers for uh, domestic. Yes, uh, I was looking. I think they already did, didn't they? No, it's uh, it took over. It took the number four spot this week from uh, Casablanca. No, Citizen Kane, Dark Knight. Oh, really? It'd be Dark Knight. Um, I think Dark Knight was number uh, is now number five. Um, looks like it'll probably take Avengers, and it actually has a shot at possibly taking over uh, Titanic. I don't know about really. Avatar. See, it's not that. It, I mean, I it, mean, dude, it, it's well over a month old now, and it still did pulled in eleven million dollars. Yeah, this I mean, I enjoyed it, but uh, I think that they would have uh, fared better if they had a score by Hans Zimmer of Dark Knight fame, because it was too hokey, man. Like music in the beginning, like when they were on a plane ride going from one part of the world to the second part, the music was so fucking nineties and cheesy. It See, was like it, a, uh, Michael Giacano, I think, was the guy that did the score for it. Like John um, Williams. Who did a lot of uh, work for the score on Lost. Really? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Lost had a pretty good score in times I've seen it, but yeah, the score took me out of the experience. It was so, I was like, man, I feel like I'm five again, and not in a good way. I didn't mind it. I thought they did a good job at revamping the original. Da, 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 yeah, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. It, it had to, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way you're going to get around that. I did like, original theme. yeah, I did like all of of the casualties in it, though. Yeah. And Vincent D'Onofrio, the kingpin? He has range. He That's, has range. It's like one of the only movies we're going to see Star Lord and, and the, the kingpin. kingpin. Mm-hmm. The same movie. And Scott Lang's wife, Judy Greer. Yeah. Not to be mistaken with Pamela Greer. <laughs> but yeah, she what? played like the same exact character. <laughs> Divorcee. Yes. Well, yes. They never actually said if they went through with the divorce or I not. I think the trauma with the children made them say, you know what? I think I love you again. Is and that they the fell same in love again. Moment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sure? I saw, yeah. I saw them one after another. Thursday night, Friday morning. So yeah, it's definitely the same chick. No, I know for a fact it was Judy Greer. I like Judy Greer. Oh, yeah. She's good. Always she didn't play the ex-wife though in, in Jurassic World. She, she played the kid from Chef and Iron Man 3 mom. That kid's going places. So if he doesn't start... Was the do, kid from Iron Man 3? And, and Chef. Really? It's a bomb! <laughs> Uh, she, was in, she was in Jurassic World. She wasn't in Ant-Man, though. Yes, she was, dude. She was Scott Wayne. Yes. Wayne. No. Yes. That was not yes. her. That yes, not her. it was. Yes, it was. To the Googles. I'm going to look it up. I'm look it up. We're all looking it up. I'm pretty sure it wasn't her. I, I guarantee you it was, dude. As we're silent. Somebody should be talking right now. She was also good in the Hebrew Hammer. I, I uh, never... God damn it. You're right. See? Boom. Mike you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. That's a mic dropping. <laughs> Fucking Google. Um, Always proving me wrong. <laughs> but no, she was kind of like the same character. Yeah. I like her. I think she's I do a really good actress. She never gets that uh, starring role. Yeah, she's always... Always plays that... Fourth billing mm-hmm. supporting character. But in Hebrew Hammer, she was second... She was a Hebrew Hammer's main bitch. I always liked her on... Uh, I like her on Archer. Is she on Arrested Development. Oh, yes, yeah, she yes, was, uh, yes. Right, uh, right. Arrested Development. But, nice uh, character actress. She's uh, Cheryl on Archer. Okay, I've never seen it. Slut. Hmm. Oh, for sure. Yes, she is. Um, I don't even know where we're coming at. Oh, Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but that, I don't know how we got to Jurassic World, but I don't know. But it's a tangent. No, no, I think it was because of uh, the chick. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I was saying that. that he, well, I just know Evan claimed he would not see Jurassic World. Uh, Jeez, all these movies, Evan claimed you would not see. Uh, listen back to episode one. These are all movies Evan was not on iTunes, in. especially Magic Sound Mike. <laughs> I haven't seen Magic did, did Mike you, yet. Did you see Mad Max? Yes. And that was one we basically said, no, we're not going to see. I mean, we could talk about Mad Max, too, and then how much it sucked. Because uh, it sucked. I don't know if I'd go so far as say it sucked. It was not the movie that I cared for. I was exhausted, though, and I was trying to fight to stay awake. And it um, didn't help. But I know a lot of people, obviously everyone loves that freaking movie. Lemmings is what they are. Following the trend of saying how how good it was when it sucked dick and not in a good way. But okay, but Randy, you are correct. I, I am what you call a renagger, not a renigger, but a renagger. <laughs> um, now, in my defense, I saw Jurassic World on a date, quote unquote, and I let the my lady friend pick the film. We had it was between that self slash less, which I said I wanted to see, and something else was also out. I think it was uh, what's the other movie? Uh, Terminator, yeah. yeah. 
And she picked that one. I'm like, fine, whatever. I still haven't seen it yet. I want to. It's getting bad reviews. Like, it's no Terminator Salvation with Christian Bell. Or, what are you doing? Get out of my sword! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them all, though. I I want to see it. I'll eventually see it. I'll get around to it. I've never seen three either. I saw no. I saw three. I didn't see Salvation. And I don't know about the Genesis. Fly yeah. by night pictures what that is. But um, back to Ant-Man. Um, so how did you feel about it uh, as the closeout to a Phase 2? It did nothing to close out Phase 2 at all, besides the very end with Falcon and shit. Yeah, I didn't really see it either. I know uh, they said there was a. it'd be fitting that you'd hear, see some after effects of uh, Avengers, with the, but with the exception of Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. One line. Yeah, I really didn't see much of it. Um, I thought it would have been better to have Avengers close out. Yeah. Phase two, like than the first one. I agree. Because if you're looking at for plot wise, uh, what Darren wanted to do was create like an army of <laughs> of little dudes, little, yeah, little robot dudes, which the Avengers kind of had already yes. in larger form. Yes, it's very good point. So it's like he want like Marvel stealing from itself. Yeah, it's like it's like or much like an army of Iron Man suits. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's, oh that's, wow. Oh wow! Yeah, so yeah. It, it's basically he for, he wanted to create what Iron Man had already done, but smaller. It sounds like but Marvel's smaller. method is just if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Cannibalizing themselves. Yeah, they, I mean, they're they're copying themselves at yeah. this point. Don't get me wrong; I'm getting a lot of enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's good because it's giving us something new, and I'm totally okay with it. But mm-hmm. just like looking back at it now, you're just like you're. They're absolutely right. They're. Copy doing the same thing they've done. They're doing the same shit over again. Marvel focuses... They're focused on the heroes making you like them, and the villains are secondary. I say the villains are completely secondary. DC seems to be completely opposite. Yes. No. The, ad, the, uh, the inverse. Hard to say that so far. They've really got one movie. Yeah, no, but... I mean, if you look at the, like, the previous Batman movies. Mm-hmm. True. As, as he had the Joker, mm-hmm. uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. And then Zod. 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 That was Zod's movie, if you, if you ask me. Yep. Yeah. Um, you can see that Zog was Zog was trying to save his planet. Well, I think what uh, the difference between DC and Marvel, and this is going back for all DC movies that's been done, is DC is pulling people in, seeing people want to see the villains. Mm-hmm. Marvel is people want to see the heroes. Absolutely. I mean, that Very was point. what's everyone's thought process when they were, when the original four Batman's was coming out. Who's the next villain going to be? Right. And so who's going to play him? Even point in quote. Brian's wearing a shirt right now that says the original gangsters featuring Joker, Riddler, Penguin, and is that Catwoman on there? Yep, Catwoman. Which will be yep. up on our Twitter account when this episode drops. So DC, even on my wall, I got it's all almost all villains on my wall. Now that's not to take away from the fact that, you know, Marvel does have a good roster of villains. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't think we're really gonna be getting good ones until Spider Man? No, no, I doubt it. I mean, I mean, Spider Spider Man had some good villains. It's it's what's really tough is what what they have to work with because yes. a lot of the good villains are with uh, X Men with X Men exactly. Um, Fantastic Four's got Doom. I mean, and Doom is probably the Doom is one, probably of one of the best villains. Well, well, they could, they if, could you could go, if you take the two, yeah. big, I would say Doom and Magneto are probably the two biggest villains in the Marvel universe. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's really hard for them to actually. Mm-hmm work the villains into the cinematic universe when they're owned by yeah. these other properties. because there's you know? no one that Marvel has that, that rivals Magneto. No. If no. he's done it correctly. Uh, 
Magneto and Doom. I don't I don't know which ones. Obviously, I guess Magneto can always just yeah. crunch his hand and crush. I mean, they got Red Doom's. Skull, but I don't think they're going to have Red Skull come back anytime soon. They did him well, but he could have been done. He, he, he could have been more menacing. He could, and he still could be. They could still bring true. him back. Well, there's been talk uh, about bringing him back. I don't know how. I don't they think it'll be but... Hugo Weaving though, because evidently he doesn't want anything to do with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can put any, that red mask on anyone. That's a true. Good point. But I mean, in the comics, uh, was it? Red Skull's daughter became Red Skull at one point yes. in time. Mm-hmm. Sin. During the, uh, I want to say it was during the whole death of Captain yes, America storyline, which is, my opinion, what's going to happen in mm-hmm. the next Captain America. I think we're going to see Captain die. America dying at the end of that. Thinking Civil War? Uh, that's my thought, because that's the first movie of Phase 3, so I think you're going to go through the whole Phase 3 <laughs> of Marvel without Captain America. And now, I think they're yeah. going to bring him back in you Avengers. You don't think he's going to be in Infinity? I think he, he'll, I think he'll be now? come back uh, somehow resurrected or to that point. Yeah. Do you think that Marvel or DC will be the first to actually resurrect a hero or villain? Because that's never been done in the movies, as far as I can tell. And that's one thing that people either love about comics or hate about well, you had it. Captain America in in, in the movie. Well, they kind of was resurrected. He died and the and then came back. I mean, but not die, die. I mean, like not, he was frozen and shit, and then like his serum kept on. Well, I guess you could say that. Well, it depends like, who they kill off first. I mean, yeah, right like now, say Marvel Tony Stark killed, died. Uh, I don't see them killing off Tony Stark until they Robert Downey doesn't want to do it, and mm-hmm. they have to fight. But I think they'll recast him. But okay, but there was a lot of rumor that Tony Stark was going to die in Avengers. Well, yeah. Do you think we'll see like a reboot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, like we kind of eventually you're gonna. They're, I think, I think we kind of had this problem. discussion. Yeah, we did. I mean, it's going to come down to: Do you recast or do you and stop? Then, as yeah. I was saying, I think that they're just uh, basically say, "Okay, this guy was Captain America. Now, now he's passed on that mantle to this guy. This guy was Iron Man. Now Iron Man's this guy. Same way." So you're saying they get a different, a different actor to play a different character. Yeah. So like, they're not going to go with the James Bond route and just be like, "Oh well." Here's a different well, actor. Kind of right. like in the comics. I mean, right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they're the constantly, like, how many Robins did we have? Exactly, like seven. How many, well, Batman, like, even Bruce how many Wayne Captain, wasn't Batman all the time. Captain America's right now, you got Falcon as Captain right, America. Right, you yeah. had Bucky as Captain America. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd buy Falcon Captain America, or even a Bucky Captain America in the cinematic universe. But Bucky My thought make process sense. is that, and this is pure speculation, mm-hmm. that by the end of Captain of America, Steve Rogers will be killed. It'll free up so that he can kind of do some other, uh, Chris Evans can do some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Bucky will probably take over his cap, and I don't think Falcon's fleshed out enough as a character to. Uh, Not yet. Well, he's more he's more fleshed out than Bucky, though. Yeah, but Bucky's been in one more movie than Falcon has. So I mean, but uh, okay, so he he was at least in the first Captain movie. At the status quo that Bucky's at now, it's going to be pretty hard for him, for him to go to that to Captain America in one movie. It's hard to say. I, don't, yeah. I mean, you, you got one movie, you got an hour and a half to two hour movie that you have to get a lot of storyline in. So, right, it's hard. It's hard to say that they're going to get Civil War done in one movie. I'm wondering, I mean, you, have, you also got to wonder how much of Phase Three is going to be this split in the Avengers, split in the heroes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it's it'll be interesting. It's I'm definitely liking the way that Phase Three is heading into. It. You have more of an idea of what Phase Three is going to be about than what Phase Two was. Right. Right. So, um, what are the Phase 3 movies? You got Cap 3, and then what's next? Captain America. Then I think we go into Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have, uh, was it Black Panther? You have Panther? Guardians of Galaxy, Volume 2. two. Right, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Thor Ragnarok. Right. Yeah. Spider-Man. Is, is, there, is the standalone Spider-Man movie going to be in Phase yes. 3? Is mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. 
Because they bumped back uh, Inhumans, Thor, and Black Panther to fit and Spider-Man. Well, they bumped yeah. bump back everything, I think. Yeah. Um, but starting but started from that point. Then what else? I'm, there's That'd ten. Mo- I think they said there's ten movies all together. In Inhumans, three. Black Panther, Captain Spider-Man. Marvel, two Avengers. Captain Marvel. Avengers, uh, yep. Infinity War. Yep, that's, that's six. Uh, Thor. Did yep. I say Infinity <laughs> War is two movies. Right? Yep. And Black Panther. You know, you said Black Panther. Said that already. Shit, Huh? I mean, there's ten. Yeah, Captain America, Thor, uh-huh. Doctor Strange, okay, Black Panther, Spider Man, Captain Avengers, Marvel, Avengers, Inhumans, Captain Marvel, and that's nine. I know there's a tenth one. Do you say right Doctor Strange in that one? Yeah. Yeah, because my ten is a lot for a phase, but th- this is like the uh, the third act in the in the, the storyline, so I can see how it could be a little. Well, we're getting to the point that we have to be introduced to new characters. Yep, now. yeah. Yep. There's, there's, yep. there's ten. There's Cap. There's oh. Doctor. There's Guardians Two. Spider-Man, That's what we missed. Guardians Two is the one. Mm-hmm. Thor, Avengers One and Two, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and then Inhumans. And then humans seems like a weird one to end it on. They need, yeah. Now, yeah. I, I like the fact that they're introducing the Inhumans now in Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. So it's so not like if, it's, if Agents of Shield is finally going to tie into a movie. Exactly. Exactly. You mean like some of the characters get put into the movie? Yeah. yeah. Like ha- have them actually. I mean, even Agent Carter's at least in. I mean, flashbacks, but hey, I mean, Marvel loves Haley Atwell. Yeah, she does a really good job, though. I yeah. Think. Mm-hmm. I could love some Haley Atwell. <laughs> yeah. Three um, times a day. And I, I like how those are. They're using the secondary characters to kind of right. keep tying into. I thought I had no clue that she was going to be an Ant Man, so that was none a, at all. No. Yeah, pretty no. cool surprise. Uh, and, and she never gets old. You're like, oh, Haley Atwell again. You're like, okay, Haley Atwell. Dude. I like seeing like, Roger yeah, Sterling. Yeah, right. She's probably going to be in the, in the most uh, Marvel yeah. movies. Her, 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 and Sam Jackson. Yeah, I like but seeing yes. Roger Sterling back. Yes, it, it was a good entry, and I like that he plays older Howard Stark now. Yeah, you got him, and then uh, who's like the that. other guy? Uh, was it Darian or something? Cooper, Dominic, Dominic Cooper. Mm-hmm. He's a um, decent Howard Stark, but uh, I think we can all agree that Roger Sterling is a much better Howard Stark. Yeah. Roger Sterling is the character he portrayed on Mad Men. I know. Uh, that's, <laughs> for, that's for our viewing audience, for anyone that doesn't know. I can't think of his real name right now. Uh, John Slatterly or something. Slattery? Yes. Slatterly? Yeah. Slat something. Yep. He, he definitely plays Mad Men R.I.P. <laughs> I do like Dominic Cooper Stark as well. I mean, I mean uh, his is much more of a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the fact that, because at first, uh, John Slatterly was uh, the first Howard Stark. Yes. In Iron Man 2. Sorry. Um, and then uh, when they put in uh, Dominic Cooper, I didn't know, okay, are we just recasting him? It's kind of weird because you have that age difference. So I like how they're going back and forth to using both of them as Howard Stark. I like how they're portraying it. Howard Stark's actually a very important character in them. I don't like how now they retcon the comics to where Howard Stark was always important like that as well. I like it better when he was just like Tony Stark's dad who had a company before he did. Yeah, Was he part of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the comics? He is now as a retcon. Is he? Yeah. Now they're saying that um, Mr. Fantastic's dad and Howard Stark started, well, were the big guys of S.H.I.E.L.D. initially. And now Agent Carter is now, too. Yeah, so yep. they put her in the books, too. Agent Carter's in the books? Yes. Really? Yes. Well, I know uh, Peggy Sharon. Carter, right? Oh, yes. Peggy Carter no. always was in yeah, the book. True, true. Always yeah. in the books. So Sharon Carter was uh, yeah, in the Sharon, books. Sharon Carter is what? Her niece or niece? Niece. 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 Mm-hmm. Played by uh, Emily, Van, Emily Van yeah. Camp. Played mm-hmm. her in uh, 
who also hosted hosted yep. the Marvel 75th anniversary on, on ABC last year. I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Also pretty hot. Oh, damn yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. She was on uh, just Revenge. that whole that whole family. Yeah, that's, family. that's a hot family. Can't get enough of those Carters. Keeping up with the Carters. <laughs> There's a show that I'd watch. We should make it. We should make it. Along with the Hawkeye situation comedy. With his dead family. Um, Any final thoughts, guys, on Ant-Man? I will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it the uh, patented TSBOF rating system. Oh, yeah. Randy, so, so tell us more about that. So on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 to 10 what? 1 to 10 drunk Iron Mans. Yes. Good scale. How drunk is Iron Man? So 10 is better than 1, right? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is 10 sloppy-ass drunk? Or? 10 is sloppy-ass drunk. 10 is blood yeah. transfusion drunk. One, one, is a, drunk. 1 is a slight buzz. And 1 is just a slight buzz. <laughs> I can still drive, man. I'm just I'm happy to see you. One, uh, I'm going to give this one a 7. 7 Seven. drunk Iron Mans for Randy. Okay, Brian? Um, You know, I'm probably right around there, 7 or 8. I really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought... It exceeded expectations, and I think that's what I enjoyed most about it. When you go into something with low expectations, and it does much better than what you anticipated. Lowered expectations. You beat me to it. You beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, before we started talking, I, pro- I probably would have gave it an eight and a half drunk Ironmans, but now that we talked about it, it my score did go down. So I'll say seven and a half drunk Ironmans. I think we're all, we're all right about there. It wasn't yeah. a perfect movie, but... right. Weak villain is Marvel always has, but and then the, the villain in the villain's plot is what took it down. It really was. The, no. the Scott Lane yeah. arc was a pretty good one, but the, the the weak villain took it down, and the weak villain plot. Now the rumor is that uh, Scott Lang's going to be playing uh, Giant Man, or he's going to get oh. Giant Man in Civil War. Speaking of that, I thought that we were done, but yeah. So Randy and I also spoke about that. So what was cool about it, and then Brian. You probably caught this too. So when Hank Pym said that he lost a wife, which went to like that different world, that's the microverse that the Micronauts inhabit. They, they changed the name of it to like what the quantum spheres, the, the, like the subatomic. So well, they had the pim, the pim particles, which are a huge part in comics, right? But so and then the microverse has a very small but but very rabid fan base. So when Ant Man. He had to go subatomic to get inside something to fight the villain. He went to that same microverse. And then he took out the the what, Randy? The regulator from his suit. Yeah, he took out the, uh, the regulator because like, he couldn't or whatever. He was I'm calling it. it now. That microverse is going to have something to do with Thanos. Thanos, yeah. Or that's where they're going to end up trapping him. But, oh man! Oh. Remember this time set. This I I think you're right. In I about think, four or five years, yes. you're going to be saying Brian Douglas was right. <laughs> we'll get t-shirts made. <laughs> Brian Douglas was right. So yeah. So um, he actually so Scott Lane takes what Hank Pym gave him, which was a very cool invention. Things a little disc that make things larger or smaller. So mm-hmm. he takes the disc, and makes himself bigger because he cannot uh turn back normal size and get out of that microverse. He put inside his belt. And he he came back normal size. That's the first phase of him becoming Giant Man, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he should be a, he should be a microorganism right now, but he used that uh, the thing to make himself normal size. Yeah, he used the disc. So that's the first step. Real quick, what did you think of the costume? A, a pretty good. I mean, it fit because it, it was a bit hokey and it made fun mm-hmm. of it. 
So it was, it was, which made it better well, too. They yeah. made fun more. Than, you know, I didn't really notice any of the um, fact that they made Is fun it of the like name. Is it like name? Yeah, that was gone. It was gone. They took a lot of that joke yeah. out. But because that, that scene was a little bit too jokey anyway, that one joke could have killed it. Yeah. It made it too jokey. Now, how about, how, how do you guys like Antony? All right. That kind of chuckled. All right. I, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, R.I.P. Antony. Gone too soon. Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> gone but not forgotten. R.I.P. Um... The music in it, I don't think it was uh, on pace as what uh, Guardians was. I think you're never going to see the music fit into the movie as I well think as Guardians. Subtly, it was. Volume two. Yeah, I, I really liked the the music at the beginning. I think, I think they did a good job, really but I don't. Th- I don't. Still, don't think it was there on Guardians level. It's going to be hard to fit Guardians right. level because Guardians was so great with music. And in, in, in part two of the Guardian saga, it's going to be hard for uh, whoever that guy is to, to top himself for that too. Absolutely, James Gunn. Yes. He, he, he kind of fucked himself over. He's going to be hard to top that. I'm sure they'll find something. Think so? Yeah. Come and get your both. <laughs> See, we're all dancing right now. That's how good it was. Yeah, okay, so that's how we're going to wrap up this episode. If you guys have any comments on it, you guys want to tell us what you thought about it, hit us up on Twitter, our, our email account, and we'd love to hear from you. We might even, we might even read it on the air. Um, so until our, we will read it on there. We will. We guarantee if you write, if you write us, we will gonna say, fuck those guys at TSBOF. Well, we can read that too. And then say, fuck them back. Fuck those guys. One fuck them bitch. Fuck you. The right to them. <laughs> fuck you the long way. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. <laughs> but no guys, we are, we are finding, we're getting, uh, our names out there. We yeah, have, we are. Uh, we're going worldwide. Internationally known on the microphone. So I know we're only a few episodes in so far, but I do want to thank all our listeners out there. Absolutely. You guys um, rock. Canada, Russia, Canada. Switzerland, and Sweden. Wow. Wow. Send us some chocolate, Sweden. Yes. And if you are our listener in any of those countries, let us know. Connect with us. That's the good thing about podcasting in 2015. We are only emails or Twitter tags away. Let us know who you are. We'd love to hear from you. You may even be a guest host on the show one of these days. But you never know until you tell us who you are. Yeah. Operative term, maybe. But until our path next meet, we'll be here in RBS Studios International telling true stories based on fiction. Peace out. Bam. Try to play me, I'ma bust my own weed, no security. Reach 
Searching for my jewelry. Get your niggas pop quick. Feel full of hot shit. Fresh out the box till hot. Then a drop six. Made a quarter meal in the pen. Getting stock tilt. Haters wanna stop tilt. Mad cause they not tilt. Ball every summer so your baby mama jock tilt. You don't want no drama pimp. I promise I do not slip. Chrome four fills. Here well let the cops drill. I'm a girl of Hummer with the chrome right in front of that. Five cash stone with the platinum all up under that. Rap beef, I ain't gonna participate in none of that. I'm aiming at your fitty cap and you ain't gonna want none of that. A nigga try to play me, I'ma blow him off the mouth ASAP. Ask anybody who's running AG, but they gonna save me ASAP. Niggas hating on PSC, get straight ASAP. Nigga try to play me, I'ma blow him off the mouth ASAP. I know a lot of rappers don't like me, but they won't fight me. Fair swear I say I don't know why they want to die me. On the throne, I ain't never taking light. All that tongue wrestling, hating while I'm gone, don't excite me. How many rappers you know that can hold they on the right street? He's staking, talking on the cell phone nightly. Normal population, half the jail just like me. Police is thinking crazy, scared a nigga gon' strike me. Contrarily, a nigga trying me is unlikely. They barking, don't bother me, I be bombing before they bite me. They just shot to see my rap exactly how my life be. Shiesty, with a conversation quite pricey. My fist so rocky and my wrist so icy. Might be thrown off my rocker just slightly. Feisty, claiming hot temper don't ignite me. I'm only gonna ask you find the exit once politely. A nigga try to play me, I'ma blow him off the map ASAP. Ask anybody who running AG, but they gonna say me ASAP. Niggas hating on PSC, get straight ASAP. My plan is to keep you at least two levels under me where I need you. I'ma take advantage of my chance to defeat you. Your true colors to show ass on when I see you. I'm grown, nigga, so let it be known we ain't equal. You're sadly mistaken if you're thinking I can't reach you. Beat you to a fucking pump if I need to. The very spot you're standing in, then is where I leave you. Seen on the scene, white tees and diesels. OG status, I don't beef unless I need to. Out of line and you running out of time. Hang behind closed door when you heard I got some time. Yeah, I know you were thinking out of sight and out of mind, but I'm the wrong one for you to try if you were trying to shine. Listen, nigga, this shit here is more than just a lot of rhymes. I don't know what you do for your respect, but I'm a dapper mind. A nigga try to play me, I'ma blow him off the map ASAP. Ask anybody who's running AG, but they gonna say me ASAP. Hey, 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 hey,